0: Hi, I'm Chris Sabbat, and you're listening to Bite. How's it going, all you venturoos and venturinis? That's right, it's my voice, which means it's another wonderful episode of Input Two, uh, mm-hmm. Byte's premier TV and film podcast, with myself, Aiden Hall, and as always, my wonderful co-host, the Jake, indomitable Jake Doolin. How are you today? i um, I'm doing all right
1: now. How can we not be doing all right? Yesterday <sighs> was the. Return of one of our favorite
0: shows. It was the show that we first bonded over so many Mm -hmm. years ago. So, uh, for those of you that don't know, Venture Brothers had its season six premiere last Sunday. It was after a two-year hiatus? or Three. Three-year hiatus. 2013 was the last episode of season five. So, it's been a while. Yeah. And so, what did you think of the season premiere? What was interesting to me was over
1: the break... I was talking to you about how I was rewatching Venture Brothers. Yep. And I ended up rewatching it twice because my roommate started watching it too. And what always strikes me is how fast that show moves and how quickly they just dole out plots. And like even this the start of season six almost starts immediately, like hits the ground running with you know the the new Avengers squad that yeah. comes in. You have all these new like New York villains, you have all this, like, madness going on, but it all makes sense because you kinda gotta got to keep up with the pace of the show.
0: And it is, they've all been mentioned mm-hmm. somewhere before. Yeah.
1: But it, you just got to, like, go with the flow sometimes. And I like that about it. It knows, like, even though it's been three years, its fans are just as rabid as it. We know who these characters are. We don't need a lot of explanation or nothing. We could just go right into the madness. And I, that's why I sent you a message. I was yeah. like, this is madness, but I love it. And it was just so nice. Like, as soon as it started, and, you know, I hope they don't keep with the new openings. No, I really, I want, I want the openings to say somewhat
0: similar. Granted, but every season they've had like that one. Mm-hmm. The season premiere always has a different opening, and I just, I loved it. I loved
1: every second of it. I'm so excited for this season. I'm sad that it only has seven more episodes. Yeah,
0: but it's a short eight episode season. I, I'm never gonna be angry about having more Venture Brothers in my life. Now, do you think they'll have an hour-long episode somewhere in here, like as a season finale, since they did season premiere last time? Mm, You know, I would hope
1: so. I would hope, like, some kind of... They could do, like, a holiday thing, like like the Halloween one, or they could do something like Operation Prom. I'd be happy. Um, Oh, Operation Prom was so good. (laughs) So any any hour-long episode, I'd be fine with it. It'd It'd be really great if it was the season finale, but... No, I I always feel like I can never like talk about The Venture Brothers all that critically because it's like I'm just so happy it's back. <laughs> I'm just so happy it's back. Like even before we, like 2 hours before my roommate and I were like he was in a different room and I was in my room and we we're watching Adult Swim and it, they just keep running these bumps every about, like, single yeah.
0: commercial break.
1: And you know, finally when it gets to midnight, they run like this this message from Doc Hammer and Jason Jackson. about yeah, Jackson about um like how the next season is going to premiere in 2021 on Argentinian mm. television. And, you know, it just felt so good. I felt so good. It was back in my life.
0: I mean, uh, that day is that in season five, too. Every episode had mm-hmm. just a little special message from Doc mm-hmm. and public. Minor thing
1: I was super excited about, the T-shirt club is back. Yeah. I... I, I'm i so hype about that. I, I'm i going to definitely subscribe once I get my own tax refund. Because... Yeah,
0: that's what I've been waiting on because it closes February 9th, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I was just happy to see that they were doing that again. I was like Season 5 had some really cool shirts. Mm-hmm. They always do so well
1: like just promoting their own show and Adult Swim did a really good job of although it got kind of annoying yeah. the last 2 weeks I've been watching Adult Swim every night and it's every other commercial break they ran the extended trailer for season 6 which I mean again it it got me hype every time I saw it but it was just getting like okay I know
0: you could practically recite it at Mm -hmm. this point
1: I did like how most of that trailer was in this episode so that means that most of the stuff we have not seen yet which I appreciate I always hate it when trailers give away too much
0: like special spoilers and stuff like that yeah Venture Brothers has always been good about that they've Mm -hmm. always I was disappointed that Henry Mm -hmm. Killinger's gone well, as far as we know. Well, he's not on the guild. I'm, he just he said my work here is done
1: <laughs> and disappeared. I was sad to see that Orpheus played absolutely no part in the moving none he None know,
0: whatsoever.
1: I want to know what happened to him. Is he just out with the triad or is he you know, I wanna do
0: it. You know, I I miss Triana and Orpheus in the Triad. They were some <laughs> of my favorite characters.
1: I'm excited to see who Hank's new girlfriend is. I'm assuming that it's the I think it's Wade White Whale's whale. daughter. Yeah. So that might lead to some interesting I'm interested in Wide Whale's motivations to have um Doctor Mrs. the Monarch as his like henchwoman. Um
0: Well and the Venture Brothers or Doctor Venture as his hench.
1: Yeah. I wanna know like why that's happening. I, I I did like this is this is going like to why I love the Venture Brothers. They put so many callbacks that really you have to pay so much close attention. They hit Brick Frog. They had Brick Frog. And they also had the captain getting addicted to Tranquilizer oh, yeah. <laughs> again. And, like, that's not an easy reference just to, I mean, like, to just off the top of your head, like, oh, yeah, he was addicted to Trank Dark.
0: was, like, in one episode in season three. Mm-hmm. Brick Frog
1: was in one episode. And, like, <laughs> I got so excited when I saw him in the background of a shot, um, which that was probably my favorite scene in the episode with. Um, the the new guild talking mm-hmm. to the the people we need more
0: people of color mm-hmm. yeah more people yep. of color and
1: more people of color <laughs> i that was that was hilarious to me um there's so many like this world is filled with so many characters that really could have their own show like i i i've always been interested in that guy who has like the plug for a face oh yeah he's, he he's shows always, up yeah he just always is there and I, i'm like what what reason um even the tron lady like who uh-huh. is, well, what she, was her deal? She just sounded like an internet like person that never gets off. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think in terms of story is going to happen? Because I had my own thoughts about like where things were going. Um, but I want to hear what you think first.
0: I don't... I imagine it's sort of like that... You know they open with Rusty firing everyone. I imagine this is just going to be turned into another compound. No one's working, nothing's getting done, and they're going to blow through all the money in like six months. Because like they showed, like Mm -hmm. Dean just buys or Hank just buys a jacket that's worth billions of dollars or millions of dollars, and it's like, well, Mm -hmm. what are you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm I'm interested to see where Hank's going because. At first, I was like, "Okay, he's like, I'm gonna live the life of a billionaire playboy." He really has become Batman in he so has. many ways, <laughs> even just like stealing Brock's uh, grappling gun and and doing so. He's just, he's Batman, he and is. I love the fact that he's he's they've let
0: him naturally become Batman. I mean, he just hired an acrobat to learn how to be an acrobat, mm-hmm. and
1: he really is like living that playboy lifestyle. Just you know, giraffes, yeah, and. Yeah. and Dean, I'm interested to see what goes on at the college, if that continues, because I do like the, the Spider-Man. Oh, Nathan, Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion is Spider-Man. Um, I did like the whole throwing the can mm-hmm. at him. and <laughs> What's what's the guy's
0: name? Like Tim Thompson or something? Something like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be like Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he's a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in that, yeah.
1: He doesn't look like he's a student, which I thought was very funny. But I liked the uh, one moment at the start of the episode where... um. He's like, I'll just get directions on my phone, and um, it was very, very small moment where it was, um, Jonas, JJ, yeah, yeah, JJ on the phone, and both him and Doc were just like, too soon, <laughs> like they don't, <laughs> you know, don't want to remember that. So I thought like this season's gonna be like a new versus old, and although that's always been kind of a theme in the Vinch Brothers, you know, but it really kind of because like you have Helper and the new robot, mm-hmm. you have which I was. I was very sad for Helper, and I was kind of shocked he killed that robot. At that time. was so funny. Though, that was we're just funny. pushing him over. Um, you have Hatred and Brock, which I have come to really love a, uh, Sergeant Hatred quite a bit. Really? I thought he was really weak in this episode. I just, I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I really do. And he, they've made me feel bad for a pedophile. And they made two really like good jokes this episode usually those are like oh, the, the jokes child genius <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually those jokes are the ones i'm like oh but they were two really funny jokes the one about the child genius and the one about a boy the boy scouts oh um, yeah yeah so but i felt so bad for hatred i don't know what what's going to happen to him is he going to turn into gary like living, it looks like he is living like, outside of the the venture. What I'm afraid
0: with the jacket he's wearing, I'm afraid he's gonna be like a taxi driver type of character, like doing oh. the Robert De Niro thing. He's gonna come in
1: and shoot everybody. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'm always like surprised the fact that Captain is still a character. Like the uh, fact he that started
0: he's... as Ghost Pirate back in
1: season one, and he's still relevant. Mm-hmm. He's still like a relevant part. He's now like one of the head members of the Venture Corporation. <laughs> Like doing like business stuff, although now he's addicted to tranks, so
0: we're, we're stuck in the elevator with the devil, <laughs> like that movie devil,
1: devil. <sighs> Gary is still the best i i I was so so excited. I was sad that we didn't get to see like a clip from next episode, but yeah i there's no no way that this could ever disappoint me, and the naked I...
0: cowboy and statue of everything was pretty great that was awesome w- where very he's funny. just singing where they are. <laughs> Where'd you get that key card? <laughs> I I just, I
1: hope that the monarch, I, I've always liked the monarch's story, and I want more of him,
0: like. I really want to know, you know, the relation between him and Rusty, like, to finally get that resolved. That
1: was the one thing I was talking to um my roommate about, like, what was the things that you really wanted to know, and at this point, I don't really care who's the mom of no. Hank and Dean, that really doesn't matter to me anymore, unless they, like, Introduce a new character or something, unless but it's important. The, the The one mystery I want to know is why the monarch does not like Doctor Venture, or what their deal is. Because
0: we never understand. Mm-hmm. We just—he's always wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like now that, like, he's even more separated from, from Rusty, we might get a little more. Because I mean, you're you're back at his childhood house. It's getting fixed up. I'm guaranteeing that someone's gonna find something in that house. Yeah. And although I, I. Minor thing, when they called the one guy back to, like, drive them, I thought they were going to make him a henchman, like make all the repairmen <laughs> henchmen for them. That would be hilarious. Which I was like, okay, that would be really, really funny because, <laughs> you know, the monarchs henchmen have very short lifespans, and I would feel so bad for those men, but <laughs> I just loved it. That was really such a did. good episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you know, and that has just got seven more weeks, and then we've got to wait who knows how long for the next season, if there is yeah. a next season.
1: I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. Almost every season of our like past four, I've been like, I wouldn't be upset if it ended. Yeah. Like soon, but a part of me is like, this could go on forever. But I know that's not a good thing because I know nothing. Good things don't last forever. Even though surprisingly, six seasons in, I it's really, still fresh. I, and I think it's because of those breaks. Yeah, I really do. I feel like it has that Gravity Falls thing where like it goes away for so long, and when it comes back, it's just like. It's new. It's an event. It's it's this new thing. And
0: granted, we don't have to wait three months between episodes, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Although we only had to wait how many more weeks till Gravity Falls ends? Uh, two, I believe. I think it comes back next week. Oh wow! Next Monday or Monday after next. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Shoot, I got to get ready for that. <laughs> um. But so you also watched something last night that was sort of another big sensation. Oh yeah. Grease Live. How um, did you? How did you like that? It uh, it started off with me flipping on my
1: Twitter, and I saw a bunch of people like, "We're gonna tweet live, tweet Grease live." I have not watched the other live musical events that have been on other networks so far. I have not watched, you know, The Sound of Music. I have not watched the Whiz. I think there was a third one. I haven't I haven't haven't seen any of them. But I've always heard they've been like really bad entertainment, like so bad it's good. And I already don't like Grease the musical. It's kind of really dated. Um, in just its politics, and some most of the songs are just okay. The the good songs are the ones you've heard, mm-hmm. if if that makes any sense. So I thought, okay, this, this will be a, an entertaining time. I'll call my roommate and we'll watch this. And for the first thirty minutes, we were we were bashing on it, and then something like changed in our minds because suddenly I really love this, <laughs> and I kind of want to own this on DVD now. That's how much I liked it. And I did some research today about, like, because I didn't do any research going into this beforehand. I didn't know most of the characters. Like, the big thing they were hyping up was, we got all these famous actors. We got Mario Lopez. Oh, man, such a legend. Juliana Huff from Dancing with the Stars. And the big one to me was Carly Ray Jepsen as Frenchie, because Frenchie's my favorite character, and Carly Ray Jepsen's just great. And you had Kiki Palmer. You had... Um, Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, who minor note um her father died the day before this was aired so she she pulled a really good performance we both me and my nick were commenting on that just how well she did as mm-hmm. um Rizzo who you know is a pretty important character and she kind of so she really sold me on that cuz in the movie i don't really like that character but Vanessa Hutchins did a good job but apparently the whole thing was staged by the guy who made the big Hamilton musical i oh, okay. i have not heard yeah. that but I've, I know it's super popular. Right? Yeah, it's everywhere. And one problem I've I've seen with the other live musical events is that it's it's a stage like with one camera. This one was like swooping cameras and multiple set changes and just really interesting. Like most of it was kind of weird. I will say the live studio audience was on the stage.
0: Okay, that's a little
1: yeah. So there was some very weird scenes where like at the big dance you had everyone in the bleachers and then people dancing and, you know, I, I saw a great comment where it was like my favorite part of my middle school dances were when, you know, silent people stood in the bleachers and watched me dance for 20 minutes. <laughs> it was kind of weird. It, and, you know, none of them were wearing like period appropriate clothing. So it was obvious they weren't supposed to be there. Um, but I guess they wanted a more live experience. You you could be right there on the stage. Um the actors all did a really good job the one kid from until dawn um i'm gonna his name was they made him a character named Dookie or doobie or something um <laughs> gave him his own musical number it was great um R. Jepsen got her own musical number that was really good too um weird changes they didn't change they changed some lines because there's some like very explicit lines in Greece yeah um but they didn't change the did she put up a fight line they didn't no they didn't they didn't change the part where um danny like somewhat attempts to rape sandy in the drive-in oh um th- th- that's the end of the movie like that yeah. happens then they have the race and then they have like the big thing at the end where she comes in the cat suit and they sing through all the stuff um yeah weird changes where they don't change like things that people had problems with like the the lines that they did change there's one really gross line about um a certain fluid that I won't say. Yeah. But they changed that to like do it or something something silly where it's just like okay, you didn't even try.
0: Well, I heard they changed it from like 17 to 18 and stuff like yes, that. Yes, they changed it from 17 to 18 which who who, who cares? I mean, they're high school. It would
1: They ha- they included a new scene where like two characters have uh unprotected sex. What? Yeah. Wait, Rizzo what? and yeah, uh, this other guy have unprotected sex and like Okay, you changed like lines, but you included other things that was
0: that kind of take away from that entire thing. Yeah,
1: it did. Um, the worst part of it was probably the two main characters, Danny and Sandy. The Danny, I don't know who he was played by, but he looked like even worse than John Travolta did when he was in. Oh like, wow! Not he was not a teenager. <laughs> it was very clear he was not. It was like some police officer, narc going into a co- like a school. Hey kids, where can I get some marijuana? Exactly. Like I wouldn't be surprised if that's why he was a greaser. Um, and Juliana Huff is Sandy, Sandy's just not an interesting character, she's just, I'm too good for things, and then she gets in a cat suit and, like, I'm suddenly bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's her character arc, really. And everyone else, I've always thought that, like, Grease would be so much better if it focused on the girls, cause, like, the guys are just like, we're Greasers, dude. And, like, the girls are like, we have, you know, issues, we dropped out of high school, we have, you know abusive parents we have all those other issues and then the greasers are just like let's build a car let's build a car <laughs> which they they included another character who is apparently the teacher of an auto shop and she explains the, the fact that they're able to make the grease lightning car the way it is by stealing parts from other people's cars what? and like they what? don't touch on that again which I thought was really funny because she's like yeah just you know a parked car is full of spare parts and why the, would and, you condone <laughs> that yeah <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. Um, they had weird actors come back, like they had um, a background actor from the movie play the principal, and they had like the original Frenchie play a waitress. And obviously, John Travolta wasn't coming back. No, to to and Olivia no. Newton John wasn't coming back. They had no so reason they, to. They just had to pull in like two randos from the movie. Although Frenchie is kind of famous, yeah. Boys to Men showed up. Why? to sing um beauty school dropout which is my favorite song from Greece that's a good song but they just showed up which was <laughs> hilarious to me because in the movie it's played by one guy but all three guys showed up and, and did beauty school dropout um Jesse J just appeared like not she wasn't even a character she just appeared at the beginning <laughs> to like do the overture pretty much not even in character it's it just Jesse I'm Jesse J and I'm going to sing a song <laughs> Okay. Um I'm invested now. Kiki Palmer had a really good song where um I, I don't remember if this was in the movie or not, but it was like she was writing a love letter to a guy in Vietnam. Like that was another I weird... don't remember that, but it was another weird part because that song starts in a in a girl's bedroom and ends at a, in a USO tour. Um like Okay. Yeah. It was just really weird and I I loved it. I usually don't like a lot of musical stuff because it, it's too campy for me. Like, Grease is especially very campy. Yeah. Um, like, I like Hairspray because it's kind of satirical and other it's things. It's stupid,
0: but, but it's good. Yeah. Another
1: John Tirolta musical. Yeah. <laughs> but I would recommend if if you could like watch it on Fox again, check I it, it out. I think it's going to be on Hulu. Yeah. Check it out on Hulu because it's, it's surprisingly good. Surprisingly, like, I was invested in it. I wasn't hating it, I really didn't hate it. I I thought I would because I was like I'm I'm all prepared to, you know, poo poo this, but no, I actually cared, and Kiki Palmer does a great job, and so does Carlyle Jepson. None of the greasers do though, except the kid from Until Dawn. Yeah, he's okay.
0: All right, so you know that's kind of the weird thing though is that with these two great things that came out, mm-hmm. we're still in a bit of a dry season, a wasteland of television. Yeah, yeah we are. So, what are you excited about? Well, now That's that coming up. Now
1: that I know that Gravity Falls is 2 weeks away, I'm probably going to rewatch the second season of Gravity Falls so I can catch back up. Get ready. Remember everything. I'm excited for Broad City starts next week. Oh, it does? Yes. I believe it does. That week this next week or the week after, but it starts up pretty soon. Um, I am excited about I've been thinking more about BoJack Horseman recently mm-hmm. and I really just want that to come back. Relatively soon, I know it's probably it's in not until June. June. Yeah, so I have a little bit of a ways for that. Um, I really want to watch that new Hulu show Eleven Twenty Three Sixty Four. Oh, the
0: uh, time one with yeah, uh, James Franco. James Franco, that looks like it
1: could go really bad or really good. And then the thing I'm most excited for, that American Crime: The Story of OJ. That looks so
0: interesting.
1: <laughs> It could go either way. It could go really bad or
0: really good. And I mean, Every time I see John Travolta, I cringe a little I bit. I found
1: out today it was made by Ryan Murphy.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: Ryan Murphy is uh, directing, and I don't know how much influence he has over writing it, but he's directing it. So, so either way. He said that uh, this might become like an American horror story type thing where it's like what? a different crime every season.
0: I mean, that's okay. It worked but for
1: Fargo. John Travolta looks... Hilarious! You have um, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Show me me the the heaven. heaven. (laughs) You have um, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer, who when is the last time he's been in anything?
0: I think a Madagascar movie was literally the last thing he's been in. Yeah, and it's
1: because the OJ story is like a really interesting story, and I that's I love true crime stuff, so I'm really interested in that. But I'm also interested interested to see if this is just a humongous train wreck. And it if looks it is, like it could be. If it is, um, I'm all for it. Um, what are you excited about?
0: Oh, you know, American American Crime <laughs> Story is, that was pretty much my number one pick to get me over my Fargo craving. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually excited for the new season of Clarence because they're doing the theme thing now. And the last theme was cool and learning to fly, which was really kind of neat just to see how is that people... the trippy one? No, no. This was like uh, one was they're on a plane to go to Florida and see Clarence's grandma, and the pilots let Clarence fly the plane, and he starts to crash it, and the pilots hold the other people back. He's like, no, no, no. This is a learning experience. Like, no, this is a seven-year-old flying this plane, and then his uh, his stepdad comes in and saves the day. But good, he gets over his fear of flying. And it was just It's a bunch of stupid episodes, but I'm excited for it. The other thing I'm excited for is I recently watched season two of The Blacklist, which was just awful. Just absolutely, from start to finish, awful. And I have to see season three, because as James much, Spader. James Spader's the only reason that show's good. Literally, the only reason. They and, could not make him look less less
1: stupid without the s- bowler hat that he has to wear. Yeah. He, I mean, like he's a good actor, but when he wears that hat, it's like, oh-
0: Season two was really, let's look at how cool James Spader is because it's written, directed, and he's an executive producer on some episodes. And like whenever it's written by James Spader and directed by James Spader, I know it's going to be a James Spader episode. Mm -hmm. And I was just sitting there watching and then I started watching some of season three and like, okay, so the girl that no one liked is on the run. She quit her job. She's running with whatever his name is why do i care about any of these characters let's find out mm-hmm. still haven't cared about any of them they're mm. there they exist <laughs> so american crime story definitely more venture brothers obviously oh yes um yeah no i don't really have anything i'm really too hyped about i, I the, that american crime thing is kind of it's, it's got to be the only one mhm you know since i mean i guess game of thrones but i'm already a season behind so but Recommendations. Okay. I will recommend... I watched the
1: full season of the Eric Andre show, uh, the <laughs> third season, again this weekend. And I was like, I wonder if I could watch a full season of this and not get bored. Because I felt like, okay, I like Eric Andre a lot, but I wonder if I could watch a whole season of it in one sitting. And now, again, how many
0: episodes are there in a season? Ten.
1: Ten? That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, ten, fifteen minutes. But I it feels a little longer because, like, it's weightier. The the jokes are like a little weirder. Um,
0: oh, I just remember the other show I'm excited for that Zach Galifianakis, Louis C. Blankets, K. blankets. I've heard very good things about
1: that from my parents. They love Louis Anderson as his mom in that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just I'm really excited for but, it. But Eric no. Andre
1: season three, check it out on Hulu. It's hilarious. Hannibal Burris and Eric Andre are apps. It's it has not reached the Tim and Eric quality yet. But, but it's, it's the closest there. thing I think you'll get to Tim and Eric
0: in a long time.
1: And it's and it's very funny. Very funny show. I what about you. you?
0: Uh they just put on Hulu uh the entirety of Aquatine Hunger Force. Oh yeah. I I remember you sending me that little vine like I was talking about the bibble mm-hmm. and I had no idea where it was from. They actually have an episode that I don't remember when it aired, if it aired. That was the final episode forever and ever of Aquatine Hunger Force. It's you know 124-some-odd episodes, 15 minutes each, solid mm-hmm. from head to toe. I love every episode. Some I skip, some I stay you on. You will laugh but... at least once in oh, yeah! episode. There is not a dull
1: episode of Aquitaine. There's some I don't like, but there's never a dull one. Total Recarl is still my favorite episode of all time. My favorite one will always be Shake's son.
0: Oh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel.
1: I... Crack up every single time he's playing basketball with him. (laughs) I love that episode so much. He beat
0: (laughs) Chess Dragon. It's so good. That show's just so crazy. Mm -hmm. But, as always, we're going to flip the disc and go straight into movies. So, there's a lot of interesting movies coming out, definitely in the next coming weeks. Uh, What was one of them? The big one this week is Pride and Prejudice
1: and Zombies on that, that train of uh, adding zombies to literary books. What's the second one? Like, uh, like Huck Finn and Zombies. Oh, There's yeah. There's another one by the same author, but uh, it's kind of in that same vein of uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Where
0: they just take famous literary and historical characters and just yeah. put vampires or zombies and in there. And
1: I've always been kind of like iffy about that. Like, I saw Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. And I liked it, but... I would never watch it again. It was just kind of like it was hokey. It was, it was hokey. It was kind of lame. I guess is the best way to put it. Like it def. It basically everything you need to know you could just read from the title. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln and there's some zombies, and you kind of go into this thinking like, oh, it's going to be so cool. There's going to be like Abraham Lincoln and zombies, and like it's kind of cool for a little bit, and then like it's like, oh, okay, there's a story.
0: Yeah. It's not just Abraham There's an Lincoln. actual narrative. Yeah.
1: It's like that Hansel and Gretel movie, Hansel and Gretel Giant Hunters.
0: Oh, yeah, witch hunters. Mhm.
1: What is it with this trend of just adding like violence or like super edgy, you know, fights to literary classics?
0: I think it's mostly because they're open domain. I mean, you can yeah. take any of them and cuz Hansel and Gretel fable, you mm-hmm. can take it and
1: that that uh, Victor Frankenstein movie that came out, yep. where it's like dead absolutely. Nothing. There was a gargoyle shootout. Yeah, in the middle of the movie, um, you have uh, oh yeah, I Frankenstein, I Frankenstein. Um, the only good one I ever liked, and it was uh, not even a good movie, was Van Helsing. That and, was like, a good one. That was a. F- it was a fun yeah. movie. It but, knew what it was. Yeah, but I just don't get the appeal of these things. Like, who are they for? Are I they think f-
0: they're for like people that just want a stupid movie that. You know, you know what you're getting when you go into it. But they sell them like teen movies. Like I think that's what it is. I think because none of them are R. They're all PG-13. Yeah, I wouldn't I mind mean, if they were R. Like, well, the... and that Hansel and Gretel movie was made by MTV. So. Yeah, I guess they're trying to reach some
1: kids, but I I don't know. Like, is I it get... really that popular? The only people I know who've read those books are like people our age, and even then, like I don't see people clamoring to to go watch the movie. No,
0: like I remember seeing them in a bookstore, and even then I thought it was just stupid. Mm -hmm. I had no interest in it. Like,
1: it's just a tacked on, it it literally is just tacked on, and zombies. Yeah. And like, when even your title feels that way, how are you gonna make the movie feel like better? Because people are smarter than what you give them credit for. Yeah. Because you put zombies in the movie doesn't mean it's gonna be good or... Highly grossing or anything. yeah. The only thing that kind of has me interested is the fact that, like, how close is this movie to Pride and Prejudice? I haven't read the book. I haven't either, so I don't know. Like, is it close to Pride and Prejudice? Because I like that book. <laughs> and like, I, how, where do the zombies come in? <laughs> I've seen the trailer, which oddly was before The Revenant. Um, was
0: it really?
1: That one and Dirty Grandpa were before The Revenant. R- really? Yeah. Have you ever had those movies where, like, you watch the trailers right before them and it does not sync up? No. Yeah,
0: like before *Inglorious Bastards*, there was um, an Adam Sandler. It was *Jack and Jill*. *Jack and Jill* was before *Inglorious Bastards*. Who they really need to figure out
1: like how to sync those up better, because like I always felt like trailers should put you in the mood. Yeah, for the movie. If you're watching a drama,
0: a bunch of drama trailers, not an animated kids film or something. Yeah,
1: not *Norma the North* or (laughs) something. You know, like. You, Dirty Grandpa has no place right for the Revenant. I guess Dirty Grandpa is just doing awful. Like nobody is watching it. I feel bad for Robert De Niro because like he's getting to that point now where he's kind of middle. Like half of his career was really good, and the and other now half he's, he's inching towards the other half of his career being really bad. Because what was I,
0: that one that he had with uh, Stallone, prize fight, where they're playing like Raging Bull versus Rocky? I don't remember. Oh. It had Kevin Hart in it too, and it was weird. He's in he's in a bunch of those uh, Jennifer Lawrence,
1: Bradley Cooper movies where yeah. he just like shows up, or he's the dad, or he's the dad, the old man. And, or... and I have not liked any of his performances in those. I've not liked any of those movies really. You didn't like Silver Linings. I didn't like it. I thought I didn't love it. I, I gotcha. I didn't like it as much. I like Joy. Joy just looked like oh yeah, I forgot about Joy. Like a filler movie. Like it is uh, whatever. Um. What's the other movie that Bradley Cooper and Jennifer American S- Hustle American Hustle? I did not like that movie. That movie bored me to to tears. It was just like the story was really interesting, but like Bradley Cooper and Funny. I mean, um, Christian Bale and Funny mm-hmm. Wigs and Bradley Cooper. Louis C.K. was really good in that movie. I never surprisingly watched good in that movie. Um, Bradley Cooper was also in that horrible Aloha movie. Oh, I forgot about Aloha. <laughs> Bradley Cooper has been making bad movies, too. What is with these people?
0: I will say, I did watch that uh, Chef movie he was in. Uh, the Chef movie's That good. was good.
1: That is a good movie. What was it
0: Burnt, or...
1: But, like, I don't think many people... Like, that went straight to Netflix. Did it? It was out in theaters, but it went, like, straight to Netflix okay. and Redbox. Like, right after. Like, I don't... I don't right, think
0: a lot of people watched it, but uh, it was good. I, I mean...
1: My parents really liked it. I the when what I saw, I thought it was pretty good, but... Do you think like when you get a script or something, you just read it? And when when is, when do you, when would you not take a script? Like when would you not do it? Like when you get to that point where you're Robert De Niro and you're like, you know, you're however old Robert De Niro is, you have like this legacy of movies. Do you just get like a script for you know Dirty Grandpa and you're like, yeah, I got like two months. You know, I'll I, take it.
0: I think that's kind of the thing, though. Like I'm from the Nicolas Cage school of thought, where if you're having fun with it and it's something you want to do, then you do it. I mean, Robert De Niro's been in Casino. God, was he in Godfather? Uh, yes, Godfather. Godfather too. Uh, Goodfellas, you know, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver. He's done the classics. He is an award-winning actor. He is an A-lister. If he wants to take a break and hang out with Zac Efron for two months and do Dirty Grandpa, I say let him. Yeah. I mean, if he's having fun with it, I mean, as long as it's not because he needs money, which he obviously doesn't. No. And he's I, just, you know, hanging out with his friends and they're making a movie about it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that's a bad idea for him.
1: I wouldn't. I mean, like, if it was me, I would probably do the same thing. I, I would be more careful about the the... I mean, the at frequency least frequency of the movies that yeah. were like that, like, um,
0: let me think. I mean, he's not Al Pacino and Jack and Jill or something.
1: Yes. Someone like that where it's like, or, um, what's another actor who just like takes, well, I don't want to say Nicolas Cage cause that's easy. Oh,
0: what about, uh, Ben Kingsley? Okay. Ben Kingsley.
1: Where it's like, yeah, you know, Ben Kingsley has a lot of good movies, but like lately it's been
0: nothing but crap. The Guru, that one death movie with Ryan Reynolds. When was the last time
1: Mike Myers was in a movie or did anything in the public eye?
0: I think the last time I saw In Glorious Bastards? Yeah, it was in Glorious Bastards. And even and, then he was in, like, Disguise.
1: And it was, like, the worst part of that movie. Yeah. what I, I The Love Guru really ended
0: his career. It did. And, you know,
1: good That movie was awful, but... Never
0: mind, he was on an episode of Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. That is the last time I saw him. Was it for the sex thing? It was for the Canada thing.
1: Oh. Well, dang,
0: Mike Myers you
1: know, should be doing this kind of stuff. He's He's
0: funny. I mean, he built a career on it. Yeah. But he's probably just living off that Shrek money. I guess. He could
1: totally go back and do more, too. Because people are definitely still hype on Shrek.
0: For some reason.
1: The first... Two movies are pretty good. Yeah. And then it became what it was trying to parody yeah. with the third and the fourth movie.
0: Shrek you know? Forever After was just awful though.
1: Yeah, no, they were they were, they were pretty awful. Like there is no redeeming
0: quality. There's to that a meme movie.
1: quality to Shrek now that, you know, I don't think they'll ever be able to escape. Like I guarantee they are making a Shrek movie now. The first thing they do is like, All right, we gotta get Smash Mouth to do the yeah. soundtrack, we gotta do you know, we gotta put Hallelujah in there because that became a meme. Um, Did it really?
0: Yeah. The I, Jeff I don't, Buckley
1: version of Hallelujah. I don't
0: follow Shrek memes.
1: Well, like that Hallelujah thing, you know, I always felt bad. Like I don't mind All Star being a meme, whatever. Mm-hmm, that, it's All Star. All Star. The Jeff Buckley thing, that song was recorded like oh, f- for this, the one album Jeff Buckley ever made and then he died like drowning. Yeah. Like, And it's a very sad song. Don't attach it to Shrek when he's <laughs> upset that
0: Fiona is in the castle. And walking by a windmill. Mm-hmm. Ah, But, um... Will Ferrell kind of falls under that same thing. Oh, yeah, he Will Ferrell
1: has put out nothing but crap.
0: Like, I've watched that uh Dad's or Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Not man. funny at all. Him and Mark Wahlberg aren't funny. No, I Wahlberg's, mean, they were funny in the other guys. I the, like that. That one is okay. I
1: like The Rock and, um... One Samuel the Jackson. Rock, the yeah. Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, that part was funny. Um but on Sunday, switching gears a little bit, we uh-huh. have the Super Bowl. Yeah. And sports movies are always a big thing. And is there any sports movies that stick out to you as being quite good any comedies or drama sports films?
0: You know, I'm going to sound like such a heathen for saying this, but I really like uh Yard what is that called? Longest yard. Longest yard with Adam Sandler with Burt Reynolds as supporting.
1: That wasn't an Adam Sandler movie. No. So, that's, I mean, that's decent.
0: I watched the Burt Reynolds one, and then I watched this one. I prefer the newer one, even though it had like all the WWE superstars in it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's big Notre Dame fans, so Rudy is obviously there. Um, the he didn't one do anything? I know <laughs> he got a fumble. Uh... The movie with Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino. Um, Any given Sunday. Yes, Any Given Sunday is good. Um, I don't like like we are. Is there a certain
1: sport that you think has better films than others? Like football. Do you think football has the best films. I, I I'd contest that a little bit. I'm more of a basketball person when it comes to film. Basketball or baseball. So Hoosiers. Hoosiers. I like The Sandlot. I like. Um, Feel the Dreams,
0: I like... um, Do you like Their Own League? A League of Their Own? A League
1: of Their Own. Yes, I do. But um, I kind of wish they remade that movie to be better. Yeah. It's not a good movie, but I like it. Um, Because I like Tom Hanks in that movie. He's good. (laughs) Being the biggest jerk possible. (laughs) Um, I like... What other sports movies do I like? Hockey? Ooh, hockey. I like Miracle. That's that's kind of a lame one, but... I, I don't know. I like that movie. That's a good I, story. I love
0: that miracle. Like, the story to it is so great that this is this really rousing speech to win silver. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like... And plus,
1: that movie has been somewhat ruined by an American Dad episode.
0: The best American <laughs> Dad episode. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: oh, yeah, I know. Reagan knew about the roids. <laughs> Reagan knew. <laughs> um, And then it turns into an, a, a <laughs> Lord of the, of the Rings, Rings parody at the end. Um what was the thing I sent you about American Dad this weekend where it was like um
0: uh, what
1: was that quote now it's gonna bother me
0: oh uh I'm going back real quick so good uh, because, oh there's another
1: new episode tonight oh my goodness you're a madman with a lunatics dream of a milk proof robot <laughs> <laughs> from Tear Jerker. what a good quote from from one of the better episodes it's
0: <laughs> just such a good show uh, I hated Tear Jerker too. That was stupid. <laughs> no, yeah, that right. one was
1: stupid. But <laughs> so many, so many good lines. Um, I like what other sports movie? One more sports movie. Um,
0: soccer. Any any of the thirty for thirty films on ESPN or really Oh, good. Those are usually really good. Yeah, those are really good. Um, would you count boxing? Because that would easily be my second favorite. Ooh, boxing has some good, good movies. Even every Rocky movie, even the bad ones are are watchable. Yeah, even Rocky Five is bearable. Mm-hmm. I will say I did watch that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Haymaker, yeah, where
1: it's awful. like my wife got shot.
0: Yeah, now I've got to be the best fighter and get mm-hmm. my kid back. Awful movie, absolutely horrendous. And I was excited for it. No, no, it was it was just awful. All right, you want to do some quick recommendations? Yeah, why not? All right, where are you feeling? Um, what
1: movie did I watch recently? Oh, um. It's a movie called The Look of Silence by Joshua Oppenheimer. It's a sister movie to another movie called The Act of Killing. And there are two documentaries about the Indonesian genocide of a million people. And pretty much the way you can describe it is imagine if Hitler was still in power after doing what he did. And the people who committed the genocide are still in power in Indonesia. They just now just don't talk about it. Like Everyone kind of just said, oh, we're sorry. We're not, not going to really. do that again. Yeah. We're not going to do that again, but we're really not ever going to talk about it. Yeah. So this movie was really interesting because it's about a guy who um, makes eyeglasses for people mm-hmm. and it's a documentary and he has to make eyeglasses for the three people who killed his brother Uh-oh. in the genocide. Yeah. Really interesting movie. Um, I don't know. And the other movie I'd recommend is room. I think I recommended that yeah. for a
0: really good movie. I've, Loved it. She'd win every Oscar. What I still need you? to get around to watching it. Uh, Me, I went back and I watched probably one of my favorite movies from my youth, Flash Gordon. Uh, the old 1980s romp of just terrible graphics. Aren't you A sad that that's pretty song. much been
1: ruined by Ted? Yeah. I can't think about that movie without no, thinking yeah, about no, Ted without, uh, and uh, how much that's ruined that just movie. Just riding program.
0: in the sky. Mm-hmm. And the theme song. They ruined that, too, in that movie. And it was such a good theme song. It was done by Queen. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing of, like, quality they had in the entire movie, mm-hmm. other than the Hawkmen. Like, Hawkmen, we ride! That always, like, gives me chills just because of how terrible it is. But mm-hmm. it's all, I mean, it's a good movie. It's, it knows what it was. Yeah. And that was always something I always respected, and I just, I love it. I love Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. But I think that wraps us up for another wonderful episode. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will talk at you later. As always, I'm Maiden Hall. And I'm Jake Duhlin. We'll see you next time, everybody. See ya.